0: and pray for us as we start this morning. And I want to remind you to lift up uh, Marilyn Rab. She'll be having lower back surgery. As we're Father, I'm so grateful, so thankful to be in this place with uh, these people this morning. I always believe these are holy appointments with you. Nothing ever happened by accident, but that you know, and you see, and you plan for us. And so, Lord, I pray that we will just be open. Speak into our lives, speak into our troubles, speak into our circumstances. Join me here and uh, have him uh, pray for us as we wrap up our uh, responsive reading this morning. Randy, go ahead, and come on. And uh, we'll do as we have been. And you're welcome to stay standing. You can be seated during this, whatever you like. To do. But we'll uh, we'll read together this scripture and then spend some time just in silent prayer. And then uh, as the Lord leads you, Randy, just pray for us this morning. Please. All right. All right. So. Uh, of chapter to remember uh, those uh, prayer requests that we had earlier this morning. Pray for Rhonda, pray for Frank, for uh, Marilyn, for Hubert, and uh, and then as another prayer focus, if you just continue to pray for Christ Community Church, pray for your pastors, pray for us as we uh, seek God's wisdom about our coming days and preparing for the weeks to come, and uh, and the Lord's just been so good to. Thank you.
1: as your children seeking to be in the presence of the Father. We need your presence in our lives today. Father, we thank you in the midst of all the busyness in our lives, and the turmoil in our world, Father, we need to be in your presence because we sense peace and comfort when we're in your presence. Just as we have recited this morning the the promise of the prophecy of Isaiah, that you seek to have a covenant with your children, Father. You desire to be in our lives, Father, to have that intimate relationship with us. And, Father, we need you so desperately this morning. Father, thank you for your blessings. Father, thank you for the fact that even when we're going through trials and tribulations and and heartaches and problems with uh, our physical needs, Father, We know that you're there. You're ready to receive us. You're ready to hear our heart cry. And, Father, we cry out to you this morning and say, speak to us. Heal us. Bless us. Give us the peace that comes only in knowing you as our Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you for this place and this time and this opportunity that we come not only to to ask for your presence and ask for your blessing, but, Father, to give you praise for who you are to lift you up and to say thank you, Father, for what you have done in our lives, and thank you for the salvation that you have offered to each and every one of us. Father, what a great gift that is. Thank you for the privilege of being able to serve you in the way that you have called us through this church, through the places where we work, Father, in every aspect of our lives where we have the opportunity to represent the Father to people who need a Father. Thank you, Lord speak to us today. Encourage us through your word. Encourage us through this uh, observance of the Lord's Supper as we remember the great sacrifice that you made for us. And Father, through it all, may you receive the honor and glory. That's our desire and our hope, and we pray it in the precious name of Jesus.
2: I'm So I heard her correctly, she was saying, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. And we're going, who's alive, who's alive? And she said, she was at the tomb, and the tomb was empty, and she said that the, there was an angel there, and the angel said, go tell the disciples and Peter that everything is okay, he's risen. And so, me and John, we hide, tell it down there, and if John says he'd be me, he's totally lying, all right? I'd be him, FYI, all right, you know? When we get down there, and I'm looking in that tomb, and it is, it is empty, there's nothing in there, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean? John said, you, you, you This is everything Jesus said he was going to do, and you did it, and it's done. Let's go. This is so great. Wait. Jesus said, What? Uh, go tell the disciples and was with you and I kept denying you left and right, all right. No, it'll take me my whole life to make up for what I did. It was unforgivable for no. what I did.
0: These two things, there's many, many things you can pull out of that story. You'll find it in John chapter 21, by the way, it's the final chapter of the book of John, you'll find that story. But two themes that are that are really resonant in there are first that our failures aren't failures, our mistakes, our, our detours that take us to places we should never have been, uh, when we fall off the edge of the cliff, when we find ourselves despairing, um, hiding out in the aftermath of some terrible calamity that's occurred in our lives, it's never wasted in the hands of the living Jesus Christ. And, you know, you would think, put you at the outer edges, the fringes, beyond the reach of the grace of God would be what Peter did. He denied who Christ was and even went so far as to the women go and tell the disciples and Peter. That's the one that catches me in that moment. Is that the grace of God is not only large. It's also very specific to you. Jesus, of course, knew that spectrum from John who literally stood at the foot of the cross with the mother of Christ and witnessed everything that happened and never ran or to each one of those people and that Jesus knew them by name. And so I give you that word of encouragement today that Jesus knows you by name. His grace is large. His grace is big for for the whole world. Any who would believe, any who would hear the cause of Christ and the message of Christ and come to believe in him, his grace is available for all of them. He knows every one of them by name. The second thing that always is so meaningful to me out of this story is that as Christ calls. People resurrection of Christ, then yes, I want to follow my footsteps in the walk of Christ for my life today. Everyone who does that, the call to us is also very big. Go, therefore, into all the world. Teach. Make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost. That's a big mission. But it's also very specific. an echo, it's a reminiscence, it's a a mirror image of love your neighbor. What is our mission, those of us who have been called to follow Christ? It is to take with our feet, our hands, our mouths, our lives, the good news of Jesus Christ to those who are still wandering. That's the image of the sheep. Those who need to be gathered in, those who need to be That message is still true for us today, just as his grace is specific to you, his mission is specific to you as well, and that is that we, followers of Christ, if we we truly love him, our mission is to care for his sheep, the people whom he calls, those whom he loves, those who will. into the wilderness for those who still don't know where the shepherd is. And so as we come to the table this morning, um, I threw that on Jason at the last minute, asked him to come and leave the table, but uh, so I don't know if he has something else he wants to add to this, if I'm stepping on anything here, my apologies. But we we practice uh, open communion here not a believer, if you're not a follower of Christ, you know, you're still seeking, you're still searching, you're unsure, Uh, you've never had a time where you just knew that, okay, I'm I'm following Jesus, this is the course of my life, Uh, we strongly encourage you not to receive. because The Bible says this is for those who will remember Christ and his work in their life. And perhaps then... And Scripture also tells us uh, that if we know that someone has something against us, not even necessarily that we have something against someone else, but we know someone who's angry with us or that we've wronged, or maybe they think we've wronged them and we really haven't meant to wrong them, that if we have that among the community of believers, that we should not come to this table in an unworthy fashion, but we should try to reconcile that, and if nothing else, at least express to our brother, So, i just give you those uh, admonitions. Uh, I'll I'll leave it to Jason to describe the process of what uh, he would have us to do this morning. Uh, We vary how we do this once in a while. So, I I will be just as surprised as everyone else as to how we're going to do this this morning. But it'll, it'll be lovely. Amen. singing a benediction or speaking a benediction together today, we will sing and uh, remind you to pray for those prayer requests. And then uh, also, typically in the month of May, as we're leading up to summer camping season, uh, you know, each month or so, some some months we don't do it, but most months we we pick some sort of a purpose to give towards outside of the church, beyond the church. April, you were very generous to uh, the Jones family and... I would say if you want to continue doing that through May, I would encourage you to do that. Um, they can still use that assistance, and anything helps. You know how that goes. Any amount uh, that you are able to give would be a great assistance to them, so I'm just going to encourage you to continue that through the month of May. Um, as well, traditionally in the month of May, we uh, begin to take our special offering towards the camp, our very different camp. We try to support that. Uh, we do that on a regular basis anyway, but we do something specific. So, like to give towards the camp, and we make those unrestricted funds because there's just all kinds of things that need to be done out there. So we just, you give them to us. You can put camp on there, and then we just send it on, and they do whatever it is they're going to do with it, and uh, we can look forward to a great season. And uh, just as part of that, you know, our son Stephen. She is out there with him now. We had a beautiful little ceremony on the bluff, and we'll do something bigger and grander later. But uh, she's already got a job out in Palmer with Reach 907, a faith-based uh, counseling service. She just got a master's in uh, therapeutic counseling, uh, specializing in adolescents, And so she's excited. She starts tomorrow. So uh, pray for them, and uh, know that as you support the camp, you're, uh, you're helping, helping us stay sane, too, take care of the things you need to do out there. All right, so with that, I'm going to get this note, and we're going to sing together. This will be our closing prayer.
3: <laughs> All right, take
0: Is Clare House this week? Yes. What is the date? Yes, Clare House is this week. Is there a sign-up? There is. There is. Beautiful. On the board out there, if you want to help with that, uh, jump in there. And
3: uh, we'll put something out in the newsletter as well this week to remind you. All right. Have a great week, folks.